Hello, my friends. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. Today, we have a student who went through the PMP Exam Radio Show, Jennifer. Jennifer has taken the time and energy to share her insights on the PMP Exam. And Jennifer, I just want to say thank you for writing this mini book on preparation. Let's start off by talking about her study techniques. One, go through your practice book, take every practice test, keep track of your results and scores, study answers to questions you missed, make your own note cards and study them frequently, actually read the Agile Practice Guide. Number four, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, try a variety of presenters, each one puts their own spin on it. Be an active listener. Really try to answer the questions and press pause before the answer is given. If you get it wrong, try to learn from your mistake. Number six, try implementing PM strategies and tools directly to your work. For example, calculate EVM for your project and do risk analysis strategies. Revamp your communications and monitoring strategies. Next section that Jennifer writes about is your practice exam, a critical milestone, your chance to manage potential risks on exam day. One, in advance of the practice exam, I took about 10 online subject practice tests and tracked the areas where I missed the most questions. Two, schedule your practice exam a few days before the real exam. Set up your practice test in the room where you will take the exam. Number three, carve out four hours for your practice exam and simulate the exact conditions. I asked my boss for extra time off that week to study and take the practice exam. My boss has been very supportive and he agreed. Number four, you might be surprised what can go wrong during an exam simulation. My computer literally shut down and started installing Windows updates in the middle of taking my practice test. I received no warning this was about to happen, and it was very unnerving. And I lost about five to ten minutes of time, which I could not recover on the practice test. Luckily, my practice test booted up where I left off. This taught me to be resilient and stay calm, but also plan ahead and prevent this from happening during the real exam. After this time suck happened and I rebooted and finished my practice exam, I took time to install all pending software updates and restart my laptop several times until no more updates remained. Also, I selected the option to postpone future Windows updates until the day after my exam. This is like insurance. Six, I studied the answers to all the questions I missed on my practice exam. Next section, setting up your environment and PC for your home PMP exam. I chose the cleanest and less cluttered room in my house, my dining room. I moved my laptop set up to the dining room table and covered the mirror with a tablecloth. Other than that, it was very simple preparation and I felt calm sitting there. I didn't need a large monitor. The exam is structured so you have plenty of room on a standard laptop screen. I put a sign on my front door with do not disturb exam in progress. Three, before I checked in, I kept my wallet with ID and phone on the table. I put a pitcher of water and glass outside the room. Four, 
I tested my laptop compatibility with the exam software. My advice, to minimize problems, sign out of Microsoft Teams, Outlook, and OneDrive. These are three separate signouts. If you have a Dell laptop or PC, you may need to uninstall Support Assist app from your PC. You can reinstall it after you take the exam. Also, you can stop any flagged services using Task Manager and try again. Five, test your microphone and webcam setup because you will need enough ports available for all your devices. I brought my Thunderbolt dock to the dining room so I could plug everything in. Don't underestimate how important it is to be certain of your setup. Any uncertainty on the day of the test can blow your composure and introduce anxiety. Six, charge your phone and laptop the night before. Running low on charge can introduce anxiety and uncertainty. Next section, the morning of your PMP exam. I scheduled my PMP exam to start at 9 a.m. I wore comfortable clothes and was ready to check in at least half an hour before then. As soon as I could log in, I started the ID check-in process. I downloaded the app to my phone, which was recommended. It was pretty easy to submit all the photos of my ID and desk. Once you have taken the photos and they are accepted, make sure to put your wallet and phone out of reach, not on the table or desk. Don't forget to relax and take deep breath while you are waiting to begin. You have control over the situation. I sat and meditated a couple of minutes before starting the test. Three, really pay attention to the practice section before the exam when you are learning the exam tools and environment. You can practice using the markup tools to underline, highlight, and flag the questions. That can be useful, but it can also eat up precious time during the exam. I saved the markup tools for very tricky or long questions. Four, what did I write on my whiteboard? I used these equations to track time. 230 divided by three, that's 76. The number of minutes to allocate to each period of 60 questions. Next, 230 minus 76, 154. This marks the end of the first countdown period. Next, 154 minus 76 equals 78. This marks the end of the second countdown period. Your exam timer counts down the minutes starting with 2.30. I wanted to make sure this didn't confuse me, so I divided my time into three increments, each about 76 minutes. Therefore, you have 76 minutes to answer the first 60 questions, then 76 minutes to answer the next 60, and 78 minutes to answer the final 60 questions. If you stick with these time frames, you should have enough time and likely won't run out of time at the end. The exam won't mind your time for you. You need to be proactive and monitor it yourself. Five, I wrote these numbers on the whiteboard 154, 78, 0, as described above. This approach worked for me. I did not need any other formulas on the test. I did use simple math to answer a couple of questions 
using the on-screen calculator provided. I do recommend learning EVM formulas and understanding how they work and what the metrics tell you about the status of your project and progress. Should you flag questions to review them? I don't recommend it. Based on my experience, I had almost nail extra time. Even if you flag a question, make sure you answer it first before moving on. You may not have time to go back. I did not. I gave up flagging and just tried to answer each question to the best of my ability and move on. Seven, breaks. I took both breaks. Breathed deep, relaxing breath, drank water. This test is stressful and felt like a marathon. The breaks were essential for me to regroup. You are allowed to leave your camera and get up and go to the restroom during the break, even though that is not expressly written in the directions. Eight, when I finished the last question, I had one minute remaining before I pressed submit. It took about a minute before the congratulatory note popped up. I literally cried tears of joy. It was one of the happiest and most satisfying moments of my professional life. Next section, my exam impressions. There was very little trivia asked on the test. I had studied a lot of trivia, such as the names of different philosophers and tons of vocabulary. While I learned a lot and don't regret studying this, I don't remember a lot of questions where this type of knowledge was specifically tested. However, you can't separate the vocabulary from the concepts. So go ahead and study it anyway. Two, you are required to synthesize knowledge from different core areas in order to answer questions. They are testing your judgment, emotional intelligence, and ethics, as much as your understanding of processes, people, and business. Many situations describe common things that can go wrong on a project. What do you do when staff quit unexpectedly? How do you set up team communications effectively and across long distances? What do you do when deliverables are wrong or defective? How do you prevent problems by using the correct planning techniques? How do you deal with breached contracts or when parties disagree on the outcome? What about cultural differences and project team spread over multiple continents. How would you plan properly to minimize the occurrence of adverse situations? There were a lot of agile and hybrid questions, so study up and concentrate on situational questions. You need to know how to configure agile for different types of projects. Frankly, it's kind of a blur now, and I cannot divulge any specifics as a condition of taking the exam. I pushed myself to take it after attending three months of classes and studying another three months. When I was about 75% certain I could pass, that was a sweet spot for me. You have three tries, so you have nothing to lose. Schedule it and follow through. Written by Jennifer A. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time, energy, and effort 
to come back to the PMP exam radio show and share these awesome lessons with our listeners. If you have found any of these lessons to be helpful, we would appreciate you sharing them with other individuals going through the program. You do know that preparing for the PMP exam, as Jennifer said, is indeed a marathon and a sprint towards the crazy finish. So share this with your friends and remind them to subscribe to pmradio.org. That's pmradio.org. If you are struggling as you prepare for your PMP exam, I want you to be fully aware that there are a number of vehicles that we have in place to help you. If you have failed your exam or you're just trying to get ready for D-Day for the very first time, I encourage you to go to YouTube and look for the Prazion channel. The Prazion channel provides lots of videos that help you prepare for the PMP and also the CAPM exam. If you need a book, a reliable study guide, go on down to our website. It's Prazion, P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. Look out for the PMP exam immersion book. This breaks down the exam into people, process, and business. This is a 600-page book with questions at the end of each task, and it's broken down by domain. Thank you all once again for joining, and massive thanks to Jennifer for taking the time to write this mini book for us. Take care, and all the very best on your exam. Did I hear someone say, I need a coach for the PMP exam or project management? Hey, if that's you, go on down to pmanonymous.com. I'm accepting new students. Let's knock this exam out and let's get your career straight. See you there.